You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Hey guys, Editing Proxy here. I just wanted to take a minute before we jump into this episode to give a little bit of a content warning. We get into discussions involving depression, suicide, thoughts of self-harm, and some very adult topics. It gets pretty dark. Uh, I just wanted to give everyone a fair warning. If that's not your bag, that's fine. Skip this episode. Come back to us next week when we come back with another episode of AV Underground. But I just wanted to preface, we are not medical doctors. All we can do is talk about the experiences that we have, the thoughts that we have, and how we've managed to deal with uh, our own depression. And that's what we get into in this episode. So again, if that's not your thing, that's perfectly fine. Skip this episode, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks. Now listen to me, brother man. I'll tell it just so you can't understand. We got a whole lot of more discovering. Don't act like you know how to know in the universe. You can't flow from the first to the next verse. You're a manifest of the effect of a cause without a man. But you're not a lost cause, brother man. Now hear me out, sister lady. Keep hoping for the sun when it's being rainy. You have a special kind of responsibility. The ability to channel out of entity. Tap into a sacred symmetry. Grown foster child into infancy. All my sisters out there with powerful souls. Keep your love strong. Uh, greetings, everyone. Welcome to AV Underground, the show where we talk to you about what it's like getting started as a content creator. I'm Josh Needham, here with... I am MJ Watson. Hello there. And special guest... Uh, Joe Blay. Joe Blay Designs. Yep. So this is going to be a weird episode. Uh, weird for several reasons. I'm going to give you a warning now. We're going to delve into topics about depression and dealing with depression as a content creator. If that's not your bag, I completely understand. Just close out the episode now and listen we'll next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it might get otherwise, real. We're probably going to get very real and a lot of people don't like confronting that kind of stuff. So, but I feel like we need to talk about it. So fair warning. So we are here this week to talk to you guys about kind of our, our experiences and thoughts on depression and what that does for you as a content creator. So I was just talking to you guys, and on Tuesday of this past week, I actually, for the first time, I think this year, I used to get it a lot when I was doing like factory work and when I was like working my part time jobs, going to college at the same time, and trying to like struggle to find myself. And you're just getting these bouts where you're like, I don't want to do anything. Everything in life is terrible. I just want to sit in my bed, stare at the ceiling, and listen to sad music and cry. And pretty much that's it. Yep, my every Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I come home Tuesday, and I just, I don't know what happened, but it hit me. And it's one of those things like you got to come home and I get home and Annabelle's like, how was your day at work? And I was like, listen, I, I'm consciously aware. I know that I am in this mode. Yeah. I'm in depression mode. Like, it's not you. It's just I'm in this bubble right now and I don't know how to get out of it. So I'm going to just lay down on my face for like an hour or two hours and see if it goes away. That's always for me the first minute of like accepting that I'm depressed right now is the talk with the significant others. The second the significant oh God, other yeah. sees you sees you with a smile on the face like, oh, how are you doing? Like, how's your day? And you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard because especially with significant others, like they, they want to make you feel better. Exactly. Exactly. You just you can't. But what really got me going was uh, we were supposed to record a new podcast that night. And I was like, I'm not in the mood for this. I'm not doing it. I'm not recording it. And because I was supposed to do this. I had planned to do this and now I wasn't doing it. That made it worse mm -hmm. because now I'm harder on myself for not doing what I was meant to do. Well, a thought crossed my mind um, with the content that we create. Uh, if we are going through a depressive bout, it's two very different mediums. Yeah. Uh, if you are depressed, uh, you're, you're being a character for the internet yep you need to have a good attitude going into it if i'm depressed i just i draw something different i guess it's not really stunted it's just a different path to take yeah a different style yeah kind of like if you were writing or i mean you do artwork yeah for the people that haven't listened to the season one episode two where we interviewed joe in the first place can you give people a quick uh, cap of what it is you do uh people pay me to draw stuff I'm working on some solo projects and uh, follow me on Twitter, Joe Blade Design. Yeah, it's uh, not safe for <laughs> that, that's pretty much the, That's pretty much the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, we'll we got a little deeper time. into it, but. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I'm more in the art medium. I do some writing. Uh, not much has gotten out there, but there's some, uh, usually because it's the drawing part that stops like the writing dead in its tracks. <laughs> I'm like, how do I make this look like this in words? But uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to sidetrack too far because it is kind of an important topic we're we're discussing. Yeah, so it's so I guess we'll start with you. How do you if you find yourself like when I oh, come I'm, down with the sad brains? I'm, oh yeah, when you come down with the sad. 
<laughs> with the sads. Yeah, like we are we are all pretty uh, jovial today, so yeah, it, it should be. We're all easy. in pretty pretty high spirits today. Which yeah, is, yeah, which is making this episode a little different. To, yeah. to get into. Um, but usually I have uh methods that I go through because I know being sad is not is just basically a waste of my time. Um, I feel that. Yeah. Like, there's a chemical part of my brain that makes me not happy. Fuck that. Well, who, who are they? You know? Why do I need this? <laughs> yeah. You don't need it. It's like it's like a, it's like a, uh, a one of your kidneys. You don't need yeah. both. <laughs> um, I mean, some people would argue that you need the bad times to appreciate the good times. Yeah, exactly. But- what's, what's, a roller, what's, what's the high points of a roller coaster without the low points? It's basically it's, just it's a, a really, tram. It's a really tall <laughs> trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But basically what I do is is I like to uh, kind of like focus on myself, think about why I'm sad. I'll listen to music. I got this playlist that starts off sad but slowly gets like more and more happy with it, with the tone and the beats per minute. And it like ends with some Andrew WK. And then I'm like by the end of that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I know how to channel. I mean, that's the main thing is like even if, if you're sad and you don't depressed we should just use don't use words sad we're not fucking five um if you're depressed and you just have that feeling that you can't do anything too fucking bad you know be your harshest critic in it it's like yeah you're fucking sad what are you you gonna do about it you're just gonna sit there and be sad like a lump like like a useless lump there on on your face look at you <laughs> and then and then you take a look at yourself and you're like, you know what? I I am being a pathetic sad boy. And and <laughs> damn it, I'm not going to be this anymore. And it's hard to break the funk. It's definitely hard, but once you do and you be able to channel it creatively, fucking sky's the limit. It's constant water See, off the duck's back. I still haven't figured out how to quite channel mine creatively. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're creating content whether it's video or audio for the internet and you're talking about stuff like I've thought before like I mean I could talk about this I could post about it but really when you talk about or post about anything like oh I'm feeling depressed today on the internet people are like oh you're fishing for comments yeah or it becomes so, a pissing contest oh, <laughs> exactly. the worst. like I'm even more depressed and I don't want to I don't want to do that right yeah. I don't want people to come to this brand and be like it oh it's just either. proxy being upset again like that's not <laughs> what we're about here so like trying to channel it in a creative way like I haven't quite hit that point so for me it's been being the harshest critic of myself was really kind of self-destructive on my Tuesday depressing episode <laughs> ah. because I was like, I was like, I need to record this episode. And I, then my brain was just going back and forth. I need to record this episode. And my, was it left side is the creative side, right side, whatever, man, I don't have sides anymore. It's just mush. So Blended it's like mush. the logical side of me was like, you need to, you need to go and record this podcast and you'll feel worlds better when you do. And the emotional side of me was like, I'm not recording myself like this. I'm not immortalizing this forever. I don't. Hey like guys, right it's me, Proxy. Hey, <laughs> welcome to whatever. Who's even listening? Who oh. cares? And then you get into that mode, yeah. and like, we don't, we don't need more. No, yeah, no one wants that. It, oh, here's a perfect example. Uh, when you get into that nobody cares mode, you know, you, there's two ways you could use a tone on that one. There's Nobody fucking cares, or hey, nobody fucking cares. So <laughs> do what you want. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I've I've had that a couple of times too. Yep. And then I just I was feeling down, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna write an article about whatever this thing is, and I'm like, it's not gaming news, it's not anything like super professional, but you know what? If no one's viewing the website right now anyway, I can do whatever the hell I want. And Worst like, case, we can't get less than zero views. And like, honestly, like the way you said it, like I kind of use that method as like, because like you said, I don't really know how to channel it yet into my creativity whenever like I get into like <laughs> my sad boy moods. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I get what, into- If you think, constantly think about it as like sad brains or sad boy mode, like it helps. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> I lost, I lost where I was going because now I'm thinking, now I'm just thinking about sad boy, bro. What were we just talking about? You haven't about? been able to figure out how to yeah, like channel, well, no, like channel it. And before that, what you were just saying. The uh, being my harshest critic and like, complaining on the internet. Like, it's one of those things that, no, like the whole not caring thing. Like, when you, oh, get, yeah. Oh, yeah, diff- yeah. when you get into the whole difference of, oh, nobody fucking cares. Or the nobody fucking cares. Let's do this. I feel like that's like the method that I use the most, especially yeah. when it comes to this podcast. Because we've had, I'd say, two or three casual episodes where me and you have walked in here just being like, 
Uh, we don't know quite what we're going to talk about. And that could lead us into the mode of, oh, we don't have anything to talk about. We don't know what we're, we don't, what are we doing here? The time's well's gone that. dry. Yeah, and we exactly. jump right into it. We end up finding topics to and talk we about. We always do. And those always end up being our more casual episodes. And so like, I honestly feel like thinking of it in that way, I used to be one of those people like thinking of it in that way is not the way to go about it. But the more, yeah. the more I'm getting old, it's more like, no, that's, that, that is Society the Society has made it so easy to survive it's getting to the point where no one is better than anyone. So who the fuck are they to tell you that what you're doing isn't right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the internet, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but like, I feel like that's what we should really talk about here is like, I feel still there's so many people out there that like get into the internet and do what we do, whether it's like design, whether it's podcast, like get into like the internet landscape, landscape of things and still, still have that affect them. And still, that's where a lot of them get that depression from. Like get uh, this. Sad, yeah. Get the uh, another, another major part of that is, is the communities they involve themselves with. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't fully consider myself a furry but I am well in the furry community, and it is a wonderful community. Very friendly people, very creative, but then there's another part of it that's not so good. And yeah. depending on your attitude and, and your general like vibe towards the world, you're going to draw yourself towards one of those groups. And whether it's positive or negative, that's what you're going to end, your, end up surrounding yourself with. Yeah, I found a lot of it over the last few years has been I try and consciously observe my thought process and what I'm thinking about. And I've noticed a uh, there's a saying like normal people talk about things, smart people talk about ideas, low people talk about other people. Yeah. And that kind of brings me back to like when I was working part time jobs inside the gas station working with dunks. And it's like you hear the kind of things people talk about and you're like. It, it kind of ties into that Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I'm like, you're you're still on like level three here. And I'm trying to live up on level five where <laughs> I'm just like trying to find myself and like spiritually fulfill what I want to do with my life. And I don't want to keep being brought back down several levels to talk about whatever it is you're talking about. I want to hang out up here on the top level. So I've tried to tailor my thoughts like what we were talking about uh, when I got splashed through the window with a truck uh, kicking up a puddle. And my first reaction was, woo! And I was like, that is a win for me because the hardest thing to change is your instinctual reaction uh -huh. to things. And when my instinctual reaction to something is excitement, even when it's bad, like, <laughs> it can't go wrong with it, really. Mine turned into, like, uh, leave it to beaver, basically. When I'm surprised, <laughs> like, I don't even, it's not, I did it at first to be funny, but now it's become an unconscious thing. I will say, like, gosh, and geez, oh, gee. and golly when I'm <laughs> yeah. surprised. I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had actually done that a while back. When I was working at the factory, I had this um, really high-pitched squeak scream that, like, <laughs> <laughs> that yep. I used to, yep. and I did it to be funny because people freaking loved it. And eventually, I had done it so much as a someone just jumped at me. I better do this scream <laughs> that it became in like nature. So people were like, "Oh no, he just does that naturally." And I'm like, "You don't understand. It started not naturally. You guys made me do it. this. You made me into this. You made me a performing monkey. And look at me now. I'm barely a man." <laughs> I'm just a yelping creature for your amusement. And that is the story why Josh stopped working at the factory. <laughs> oh, there's many stories of why I stopped oh, working at the Oh, that's another thing. That's another thing that can bring you lower uh, in your attitude uh, and bring you into that little deep, dark, little depression corner that everyone likes to burrow the themselves in. Corner. The sad yeah. boy corner. I got one. I, I think everyone has one, whether oh, yeah. you realize it or not. You have a sad boy corner. You can call it your safe space or your comfort zone. Sad boy corner. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, um, if 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 you create for the sake of other people and their wants, you're never going to find happiness in what you do, and it's going to bring you down lower. But if you do what you want to hear and see and go, yeah, six people I know will enjoy this. That's all I care about. Yeah. And it'll work. That's, well, it'll just work. shifts I think you can make is uh, I think a lot of people – well, let me start with this question. What do you think is worse for your own self-criticism? Self people that – like you put out work and it doesn't get any comments or when you get negative comments? 
Uh, when you don't get any comments is Cause, the fucking... Because it's, it's one thing to be liked. It's another thing to be hated. It's a oh, yeah. bitch being ignored. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that uh, I kept when I was creating stuff for the YouTube channel. I was like, I can't wait until we get that one person that hates a con- like drops a hate comment in. Then I know we've made it. Yep. Because for the most part, we don't get a lot of comments. I did get one. A hate comment? I got Ooh, it. I got. Really interesting. I got. Um, that's. I got the classic. That's enough internet for the day. I need my eye bleach. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, <laughs> cool." And that was like Nailed a year it. ago. My drawings were shit. Um, that's another thing. Like, don't be afraid to self critique, but you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Honestly, and like that's like the biggest thing because as someone who. How long have you been doing art for exactly? Like, uh, professionally, yeah. like within the last year. Okay, so yeah. we're we're kind of similar because I started I started really getting into content and podcasting like a few months ago. Almost mm-hmm. like we're almost getting like half a year now. And yeah, that was my biggest thing. Is like what you were saying was I was make like I first wanted to get into content creation and I like didn't realize it. It's because I wanted to make things for other people. And I wanted to be like, <laughs> look at me being like, look at me being so cool. I can make a podcast talking about all the sports stuff that all my friends are talking about on Twitter. And when I made my first podcast and I did my first thing, I got into my little, I got into a depression because I, I, I had that realization. Like, no one cares. Like, yep. No one's commenting on this right now. My friends who I'm talking about their comments, no one, they're not commenting on it. And it's like, it is one of those things that it's very much worse to get ignored. But it, also going back to the whole it teaches you to understand it really taught me to like i in my depression i taught like it helped me accept my fact that like huh i need to do this for myself because that's the only way that i'm going to be okay with it mentally and physically and i feel like that's a lot of people have to step back and just like realize like it's okay to be selfish like i feel like a lot of people in today's world aren't selfish enough and like it's not a bad thing like if i feel like people take it as a bad thing like when they start thinking too much for themselves but with what we're doing to avoid that, dep- well, I don't. You, there's no avoiding it, but to really understand that depression, you have to be a little selfish. I feel sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, think that's one of the big traps that new creators get into, especially on like the platforms like YouTube and Twitch and whatnot. Yeah, is you get you start making things because you want to make them, and then they're not getting comments, and then you start feeling down on yourself. And then maybe you get a negative comment and that just makes it worse because you're mm-hmm. like, I finally got attention and people freaking hate me. Why yeah, am I doing this? Yeah. And it's if you don't have the drive to push through it and keep doing it, because eventually the right people are going to find you. And then by the time they found you, you've got this whole library of back stuff that they can go through. You know, I think a lot of it, like a lot of the reason we don't have a lot of comments on our podcast is mostly just because the right people haven't found it yet. The way that we run our network is a little strange to begin with where we have multiple shows all on one podcasting network as opposed to a different network yeah. for each or a different channel for each podcast show. So trying to get that out to the world and get people to find us is difficult to begin with. But we've already got like we've got almost 2000 downloads now and we've only had our pod hey. since the beginning of this year. So good on you, lasagna. Yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. Like we still don't have the, you know, a whole slew of iTunes reviews and stuff, but we've got one. Who the hell uses iTunes now, dude? It's 2018. God. Apparently it's like the big thing. Everyone wants their podcast is on Apple podcasts. I'm like, why do you do this? They got watches. Cause yeah. it's, cause it's 1984. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Orwell was right, man. Fascists, all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I never fully read that book. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Right. Um, I have a I have an interesting discussion for okay. this, since we're getting into this. When, because I feel like, do you think there's a difference between this whole depression, the sadness with making content creation, and like the idea of the like the mental disease of depression itself? Because like there are plenty of people out there who are diagnosed with depression, and there's plenty of people who aren't diagnosed with depression. And both getting into this thing, they can still get those moments of sad. Do you think like, do you feel there is a big difference between the two or is it really just one in the same? Because I feel I, like it's a lot one in the same, at least from my perspective. My family has a history of depression. As do so I, I have, I'm predisposed to that to begin with mm-hmm. and it's been a thing throughout my life. But I feel like content creation with its ups and downs can definitely make that worse if you let it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just, it's it's why I, I find it interesting because I'm someone who, I have, like I said, I have a history of an anxiety. I had, well, I got diagnosed with anxiety when I was like 12 years old, but I just got recently diagnosed with depression like last year. I hadn't had depression my whole life and it, it started, it started last year. And so it's something that I'm learning more about now because I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of it. But it's one of those things that <laughs> I don't want to say this, but I feel like 
Uh, this is the getting real episode. Yeah. We put a warning at the front. Say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Getting depressed when, well, having depression and getting into content creation is a scary thing to do. And almost to the point where I'd advise some people not to. Like, I did, like, because of that very instance of the communities that you're going to get involved with and the highs and lows that come with it. And I feel like that's why this episode, when I was thinking about doing this episode beforehand, I was really, like, kind of in the whole idea. was like, we were, like, and all honestly, like, I feel like I probably shouldn't be doing it because of my depression, but here I am still doing it and still loving it. So, like, I... It's one of those things, if you're going to get into it, tread carefully. Yes. Know what you're getting into and be able and willing to really take a hard look at yourself and not let it overwhelm you, but... You know, like I'm consciously aware now when I don't get like any thoughts of self-harm. I'm not like at that level of depression. Oh, no, yes, I'm just at the like I have I a real that real case it. of the sads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should also say if you have that and you, you get into those modes, please seek medical professional. Yes. Like, we're not we are not doctors advice. here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are not psychiatrists or psychologists. Or there are a couple anywhere. people on this in this country that believe I'm a doctor. But <laughs> I will say for legal reasons right now, I am not a doctor by any means. But yeah, like I just, at, I'm at the point now where I can acknowledge it and see it. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's trying to find the knowing where it's gotten bad enough that I just need to stop what I'm doing and give myself time to relax and chill out and not be so hard on myself. Yes. That's another thing. It's because um, I guess what's known as content creating now is just like art seven years ago. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, art is have always and will always be depressed because a everyone says they can't make it mm-hmm. b um you deal with all the day shit and then you end it just by yourself and your emotions being portrayed in a what is now digital means and it just gets to you fucking picasso was depressed van gogh was depressed dolly was fucking manic <laughs> If it wasn't for cocaine, uh, uh, Andy Warhol wouldn't even be famous. But that's another conversation for another day. I fucking hate Andy Warhol. Um, that should be the title of the episode. Yeah, please do. Uh, I need it out there. Talking about depression, Joe hates Andy Warhol. I fucking hate him. Uh, overblown garbage. Still lives with a lot of negative space. Um, but like I was saying, if you get yourself, you got... You can get yourself trapped inside your own mind very easily, very quickly. It can affect what what it does, and then it just what you do, and then it just creates a loop where you're just making sadder, worse work, and it's making you more sad and worse. Yeah. And I feel like people, I feel like, I feel like people don't realize when they're trapped inside their own heads. As someone who, oh, that's the worst. Part. I feel like it's. I feel that's been my biggest issue. Was like, like I said, getting diagnosed and like becoming more aware of my depression. That was my biggest thing. It was I didn't realize I was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I didn't realize I was trapped inside my own my own head. It, to me, it was. It really was a matter of my head is telling me I can't do this, so I will not do this now. So for me, and I don't know if this is the same for either of you guys, but for me, a lot of what has helped to stave off the depression is when things first started and I was getting into content creation and a lot of people around me were like, why bother chasing your dreams? Back when I was at the factory, right? A lot of people that work there are like, don't bother chasing your dreams. Don't try and find yourself. Just stay here. Work your shit. <laughs> Look at me. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm cynical and I Making a noose out of medical tubing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so, but a lot of people that I was surrounded with were people that didn't understand what I was trying to do, didn't understand why I wanted to do it. Which and make it as things have gone on and I've been able to network with people like when I first started YouTube and I networked with Static Crowbar, Catharsis, and a few other uh, – Jonathan Crow back when they were all still on YouTube. None of them are anymore. Actually, I think Catharsis still is. I think she got a partnered streaming gig, but which is good for her. But like starting to network with other people who are doing the same thing so they can – you know, if you're having one of those days, I have a network of people now that I can be like, hey, uh, I feel like today is just one of those days where my work is garbage. How do you deal with it? And then, but you have people that are in the same mindset. So like, you know, I can text Joe and be like, Joe, I'm having a sad day. And sometimes you just like drop the right inspiration. But we have that that same, like, we're trying to make something of ourselves and do something with your life. You're not going to text me back and be like, I told you you should have just gave up and gone on with your factory job. Bro, dreams? Like, the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) And like... I agree with you on that because I, I, I definitely, I do agree with you on that. It's like having a network of these people around is very helpful, but I don't know. Like, I feel like at the same time, like, 
when do you know that that is bad advice? You know? Yeah, you got to know yeah. how to deal with Well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, we'll, we'll go down the line here. Um, what are the early warning signs that you're in for like a fucking cloudy day? Ooh, like how does it start? Uh, questioning. Let, why. let me let me no. Let me ask you this. Yeah, like 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 not because of anything sad, right? But you just got one of them days. Yeah, you just wake up and you can just yeah. Because it. it does happen sometimes where it's like nothing really triggered it. It's just I woke up today and for whatever reason my brain went. You got the sads. Yep. For me, it's starting to question what I'm doing. Mm. And when I start having the thoughts of you, you don't have like a, the huge network that you should probably have four years into this. And obviously I, I stopped for like two and a half years to do college. And it wasn't like uh, as much of a push on things as I'm doing now. You don't, you don't need excuses. But, no, but <laughs> my brain just keeps going, hey, you're not as far along as you should be. How much longer are you going to do this before you realize but, that you're not going to make it and give up? Uh -huh, yeah. And then my other brain fights back and goes, shut it. Yeah. If hey. you're going to be like this, you're going to go in the sad boy corner. <laughs> you're going to go in the sad boy corner. It's not good. But at least I have that that retort with myself that I'm like, and okay, then, I know I'm feeling this. Yeah. Stop it. All right. So. But, but what happens when you don't have that first part and it just continues to be sad boy? Eventually, I end up getting to a point where I'm like, well, I just need to. There's For whatever reason, I haven't gotten to a point yet where the logical voice has stopped. It just gets to a beaten down to a point where all it says is I'm not giving up and that's it. Well, let me let me ask you this. Are you more of like just the sit in a dark room and just kind of stew sad or like I just finished this third bowl of Doritos and I'm eight hours into YouTube videos kind of sad? <laughs> it depends on the day. Okay. Uh, I have definitely been the, uh, I'm on my third pint of Ben and Jerry's and I don't know why I'm still watching Markiplier kind of mm. days. And then I've got my days where, which has been lately because I don't have the the funding for three pints of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and also I'm trying to do things better for my health. Go for Briars, so, man. It's yeah. way cheaper. <laughs> well, I've been trying to be, I've been overconscious about my health lately and wanting to get in better shape. Yeah. And if so, you just go fucking nuts with it for like the next year, you don't have to worry about it for like a Pretty much. Five. <laughs> so that's really what I need to be doing. So now I get into those points and I'm like, oh, I just want a sadness eat. But then mm. the logic part of my brain only tells me two things when I get that out of shape. One or that out of whack is one, don't eat to solve your problems because you're just going to be hard on yourself about it later. <laughs> yeah. And two, I'm not giving up on what I'm doing. Those you are the only two things that stay in the background no matter how bad things have got. Stop eating ice cream. You know what's worse than being sad? Being a fat, sad boy. <laughs> Is that what you want to be? A little fat, sad girl just running around crying with fat diapers? <laughs> You're gonna be trying to complain about things. You're gonna you're gonna be B fat if you're. Yeah. Oh, give me a burger. Yeah, I'm give me a burger. I'm so fat, sad. I can't get over. Stop it, I Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, guys. If you ever like feel sad, just picture me as like a really laid back drill sergeant giving you shit. Be like, what's wrong with you? You just gonna cry? You're gonna be a little little sad bitch about it? No, no, get up, get get get. Are, are, are you gonna get up out of the chair? Oh fuck no! Look, you fucking get up out of the chair. All right, how about you? Um, okay, for me, I'm I'm always kind of a very calm person, a very patient person, mm -hmm. and so for me, I can tell right away is if I'm getting irritable or angry in the morning because I'm also a morning person. Mm. So usually, you monster. I know I am a monster. <laughs> that makes one of us. Yeah, I am a morning person, believe it or not, but. Friggin' that's usually it is I, I wake up in the morning <laughs> and what it really normally is, is if I yell at my dog for something <laughs> like that's huh. how I, if I'm like being a dick to like things around me, like I'll be one of the, I'm one of those people, like I'll open the fridge. Fucking Ottoman. <laughs> exactly. No, like I'll open the fridge. Right. And like, I'll like drop my, like drop the milk or like the milk carton or something. And I'll just fucking slam the fridge. Like fuck, I'm just going to work. I don't need breakfast. I don't need to eat. Fuck it. And like, that's how I kind of know because like I'm, cause I'm such a calm and patient person. And that only lasts for us. That only lasts for the whole like I'm so angry and pissed off. I'm gonna do everything right now. That only lasts for a little bit, and then it's basically after that hour of anger that I get into like Josh's whole thing of like everything. Every decision I make right now is wrong. Every decision, like no matter what decision I make right now, I'm making the wrong decision. So why make a decision at all? And like that's that's basically it. It's like I get. I'm definitely one of the sit in a dark room like <laughs> and like just by myself and like sit there and contemplate mortality and like shit like that you know what I mean and like that's that's kind of how I just know I can just wake up in the morning and like if my mood is just messed up if I'm not 
I'm a quiet, I'm a calm guy. I like to just go around and do my things. And if I wake up in the first thing in the morning and I'm fucking knocking my phone off the table and freaking out, that's how, that's how I usually know. And it's just like the same thing with Josh. It's just, it becomes a matter of, no, I can't make any decisions and it doesn't matter what decision I make because I'm going to feel it's the wrong decision regardless. All right. So on to you. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Poser of the question. Okay. Um, one day it's going to get bad. I already know this because when I'm in a bad mood, no people on earth should exist. They should just die like by my hands. They should stop making noise. They should stop breathing <laughs> my air. I want them gone from this reality. And if I amass enough people who agree with me on that, it, that's how France got taken over. <laughs> Um, oh jeez, <laughs> Jesus! But uh, I'll feel like I'll no. There's no right in the human race when I'm in a bad mood. That's how I can tell. Like even if like my buddy comes in, he's like, "Hey, I just fucking, I, I just found twenty bucks on the road." I'm like, "So fucking what?" Like, money doesn't matter. You don't matter. None of this matters. I get into a real big, none of this fucking oh, matters. We're just relevant. cosmic dust floating through the breeze. And, um, like, if I'm getting really real, I get through, like, usually when it gets bad, I go through, like, 45 minutes of just, like, the best ways to kill myself. Because, <laughs> like, it's, it's so, I'm, <laughs> again, we're not doctors. <laughs> It's so fucking easy. It's so fun. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I also have had those points of like nothing matters. Yeah. Like, but it, it starts more playing into like I see people at their menial jobs and I'm like, why are you wasting your life? <laughs> you don't yeah. understand how much you're going to hate the fact that you wasted your time doing what you're doing when you're 65. Yeah, lambs you, to the fucking slaughter. Yeah, why are you wasting your life <laughs> not hating your life like I am right now? Yeah. What's wrong with you? You should be like you. me. Miserable and aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that basically described all of Western. That is Nashville. actually another telltale um, sign for me. Yeah. Again, I've I've never been tested for anything. Uh, actually, because yeah, insurance is expensive. Actually, oh, if yeah. you want, if you want to uh, get into the real meat of that whole uh, not getting a comment thing from earlier, I got tested in high school for my intelligence because I didn't fucking care. They took that as me being stupid. Um, so I got you tested. <laughs> I wasn't smart. I wasn't dumb. I got average, which hurt more <laughs> than being dumb. Cause in dumb, at least things would change. Yeah. No, he's just another cog in the machine. Send him out. <laughs> no, no, he's just stupid. Yeah. He's just bored. That's the problem. Um, um, but yeah, when, when I'm sad and depressed, um, I don't know. I, I'll blast music. I'll, I'll I'll drown out the voices for a while. That's the main thing I have to do, cause they get mean. Mm -hmm. They get they get mean and dark and 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 uh, Harry Belafonte drowns them out quite nice. You can't <laughs> you can't think about world destruction when fucking uh, Shake Sonora is playing out of your record player. Oh God! Yep. Um, good one. A real good one is uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy." I know that sounds fucking contrite, but or contrive word. Um, but it, it it helps, especially if you watch the music video with Robin Williams in it. You're just like, oh, because that's a perfect fucking example of a content <laughs> creator being depressed. Yep. Yeah. Um. It, it it's you got you got to look out for it because that's what you're dealing with when you're watching of any medium. You're dealing with characters portrayed. These are not like true to life aspects. I don't talk like this on a normal basis. No. I'm usually very like mellow about things. But you know what? That's boring. So for your <laughs> eardrums, I'm all over the octave scale. Do you now on the opposite end of the scale, do you have a point where you're like, oh, I'm finally coming out of the funk? Or is it like for me, mostly it's I wake up in a better mood. Mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. I've ever had. A point. I can't sleep on it. See, I don't think I've had a point where it's hit me midday where I'm like, I'm depressed. And then 
Oh, oh, that's the that's the fucking are... that's never happened to you. No, it's the fucking worst. Oh, like <laughs> you wake up and you're like greeting the day and and like it sets everyone up to like know that you're going to be good. But then like halfway through the day, you're just like, man, fuck all this. And everyone still. Oh, thinks no, I've, I've had the slipping into it. Oh, yeah. Midday. But oh. I've never come out of it midday. Oh, that's what right. I'm getting at. Like um, you, for me, I go yeah. to bed pissed off or upset or whatever it is. And I'll yeah. wake up in a better mood for some reason, yeah. Yeah. which you, is why some. Sometimes I just I'll try and take a nap midday if I'm feeling down. I'm like, I'm going to try and sleep and maybe I'll wake up in an hour and I'll feel better. Well, I, I feel like going to sleep while depressed is a terrible idea because then your subconscious brain takes over yeah. while you're depressed. And then being depressed just becomes a subconscious action of your brain. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just logically thinking about yeah. how brains work. And since my brain is the one thinking about it, it should know what it's talking about. Oh my, God, my brain's would like hope. pretzel now. Yeah. Um, like, I got poo brain. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I melted it away. Fucking still am. I'm in the process of it. Um, that's another thing. Uh, that I can't really recommend by not being a doctor in the fucking turn of the century, 1900s. Um, drugs do help temporarily. Yeah. Um, I think I, that's what gets a lot of people caught in them. I will. No, 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 not, not those drugs. Not, not doctor drugs. Stay away from those drugs. <laughs> oh, no. I, I knew what we were getting at. If you, if you're ever feeling sad, this is, this is Professor Joe's magic tonic <laughs> take some take some magic mushrooms make a nice pot of tea put on some nice calming music what is the tea separate from the mushrooms no no that? you you put the tea in with the mushrooms in with the tea okay so and it's magic you strain tea. it all yeah magic tea and you know you don't make it extremely potent um, you're not trying to like trip sack you're just trying to kind because of, it is a wonderful antidepressant yeah, it's this as uh, a psilocybin. Psilocybin is the uh, the chemical in them that they are actually now starting to use to medically treat depression. Yeah, I, like, I, it's I, still frowned upon because people still have that outlook of like, oh, a bunch of freaking hippies. Yeah, <laughs> you just want to get high and ruin yourselves. Yeah, every, I, well, every I do, but then I found brain. out about that other part. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> but. No, I I thought that was interesting because they've actually been using that, and there was another um, controversial psychoactive drug that they've been testing as an antidepressant that has been working really well. Is it LSD? No, surprisingly. Uh, but um, I think that's like what it was originally. <laughs> I think it was too. Yeah, yeah. it's like this won't make sense. Have you ever seen the before and afters of those guys? No. Okay, there's like a team of five scientists that helped create LSD. And um, Oh, I have seen those. They're, they're all like, you know, regal scholarly professors in one group photo. And then it has a photo of them after individually, and they all got long beards and bent. They're just completely hippied out. And you're like, wow, okay, thanks for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wow. one of my favorite before and after. Oh, yeah, it's one. But, um, yeah, uh, different people have different chemicals in their brain that cause different emotions to occur more frequently than others. Yeah. Now, when you take that into account and think about – that's the main thing. If you're sad and depressed, you got to find out if it's external or internal. Because mm. if it's internal, figure that shit out. If it's external, fucking get rid of it. Yeah, some people get <laughs> depressed because of the people around them, and they don't think to themselves, maybe I should remove these people yeah. from around me. Yeah, you're going to lose people when you try and better yourself. It's just what happens. Yeah, and they're all going to be like, oh, he's too good for us now. And it's like, it's not so much. Kind of. <laughs> as long as you don't admit it, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you guys are going to keep dragging me down, then we're not going to be be great hanging out as friends. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. You've so. changed, man. Fucking good. <laughs> About time. <laughs> yeah. You haven't. Yeah. Like, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, that being said, please don't uh, don't go out and attempt to get your hands on psychoactive drugs. No, and blame it's us illegal. For it. It's it's very illegal. I was like, I was going to go off on this. The spores itself are not illegal. You can yeah. get those online. But selling them is immensely illegal. Don't do that. Yeah. But we're not because I'm one of those people. Like, I'm like you when I'm in one of these modes, oppressed modes. I can't sleep. I can't. I can't yeah. go to sleep. Oh, I, I could easily sleep. I just know I shouldn't. Well, okay. I can, <laughs> I, I I I can 
I can easily go to sleep, but I know I shouldn't, so mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I mean? If yeah. I, I like when I get in these moods, like I usually need to find the good old Mary Jane to put myself <laughs> to sleep because I'll be up all night. I'll yeah. be like, if I don't do this, I'm gonna be up all night. But it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm kind of with Josh in the same thing. Like I agree that those can be used very well, especially if you're gonna use them for like what I do for sleep. And like if you want to go have some fun, that, go, I go mean, for it. That's legal in this state. Oh, yeah, Thanks, exactly. Granddad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go out, take a couple puffs? Go ahead. Just, I'd rather you do it here where it's safe than go out of there. But, but it's still one of those things that is lo- is with everything else. Be aware of it. Oh, absolutely. There are plenty of people who are just like, oh, well, every time I'm depressed, you know what I'm going to go do? Get fucked up. That's <laughs> just, another thing. And that's- it's just like that's not – it may fix it. But it's not. I don't think it's better. So it's one yeah. of those like if you're gonna like 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 you said, being grandfather MJ here. If <laughs> like I can't tell you how to live your life, but just it's an, it's like anything. Be aware of what you're doing with that. Absolutely. Uh, again, that that goes with the uh, you know just figuring yourself it's figuring out. It out. <laughs> you gotta and you gotta have internal like when I'm when I'm depressed, it's kind of like I've dealt with drunkards. Yep. plenty of times it's exactly like that it's like okay i gotta be very cautious about the next few steps i take i don't i don't want to poke the bear or anything so why don't we just go listen to music i don't want to listen to me all right we won't listen to music how about we just <laughs> yeah how, how about we do some drawing that sounds stupid and no one likes what we do anyway I mean, yeah. that's not true, bud, <laughs> but you just, you got to hear me out and you, you know, talk to yourself. That's a lot of what it, it is. It may too, seem crazy, like, but fucking talk to yourself. It helps. Oh God. Yes. <clears throat> and a lot of people that when we were doing our episode talking about flow states, we were saying how, when you come down from a flow state where you've been in a high creative functioning state for a while, mm-hmm. you come down from it and it's like being hung over. You're going to have stupid, shitty thoughts and you have to understand that they're stupid, shitty thoughts. Don't yep. act on them. Just I let them go. Like let them flow through no you. There's no such thing as a shitty thought. <laughs> If, if 99% of the people hate your ideas, that means over 7 million people like your ideas. So don't worry about it. Don't I dig that. Yeah. Now, see, I don't know if I'm helping or hurting myself with the fact that I have no vice. Like, I don't drink. I don't. I gave up cigarettes forever ago. I haven't smoked weed since like high school. Mm. What a good boy like you the, are. <laughs> I, I have nothing that I latch to. So when I'm having those days, I'm like, well, I'm just, I sit and I think, and that's mostly it. And what, what's worse I found recently is I got into this weird funk and I went, you know, what's strange is being someone who's not religious. Like probably oh. I'm, I'm closer to atheist than anything right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so basically being atheist, I don't believe in an afterlife. I don't believe in like that kind of stuff. And also being someone who doesn't want to have children, so I'm not going to pass anything on. My life became very finite very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so I find myself lying Oh, wait, away. it's I just re- me. I relate <laughs> to that so much, Josh, because I, I, spent, I spent 18 years of my life in the Catholic Church. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here bashing the Catholic Church. But the only thing I learned from spending 18 years in the Catholic Church and getting becoming a confirmed Christian, I mean Catholic, <laughs> becoming a confirmed That'd be a weird ca- thing to do in yeah, a Catholic yeah. Church. Ah, sleeper agent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but becoming a confirmed Catholic, I should preface this. The, we only call reason, those the, wheat wafers. the only reason I stuck with this so long is because I promised my grandmother I would as a good, good little boy. But so becoming a confirmed Catholic, the only thing it taught me was I don't believe I'm like Josh. I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in a religion. And it's very true. When I was 18, when I first had like my first like real moment with myself being like, do I believe in this or not? And when I said I don't, the first thought I had after that was, well, life is a whole lot more depressing now because it's like, what am I? I mean, it's it's both more depressing and better at the same right. time it's because so I, weird. I was sitting in traffic the other day and it was really nice out and I had my hand out the window and everyone's like pissed off honking their horns. And I'm just looking around like it is a beautiful fucking day. I'm so <laughs> glad to be alive to enjoy this. I, I, I when I worked back in a warehouse, uh, there was this old codger fucking running the front desk Not going. I'd be like, hey, Steve, how's it going? You're like, you know. Woke up on the right side of the earth. It's a good day. And I was like, you know what? It is a good day because of that. And like, I've woken up with that mantra many times. I wake up and I go, yep, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Fucking good to go on my day. <laughs> yeah. And I've had to, uh, it's, I've come across people that I'm like, oh, how's your day going? And they're like, everything sucks. And I'm like, I don't understand how you live with yourself. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, but. But it also <laughs> struck me as weird that. As someone who, I mean, it's a human nature to have like a fear of death, fear of your own mortality. Uh, yep. And 
to be in that position where I can lie awake some nights and I'm just thinking about, you know, someday everything's over. And will I have achieved what I want to achieve by then or not? And I was like, I had to reach out to some of my like family members. I'm not going to name names, but I've had to reach out to some of my family members and be like, have you held on to any of your religious beliefs? Because I feel like I'm in an odd place where being this afraid of like not believing in an afterlife should strike me to believe in an afterlife, even just for the sake of comfort. But it doesn't. So yeah. I'm like, am uh, if, I just dumb and weird? Like, oh, if anything, um, the thought of absolute nothingness and my eventual decay mellows me the fuck out. Really? It does with me sometimes. I actually listened to um, after Total Biscuit passed away. I don't know if you guys knew Total yeah. Biscuit at all, but not personally. He, no. Yeah, no. But I knew of him. <laughs> uh, that kind of deal. And I, they, his wife and friends did a podcast in commemoration of him after he died. And for whatever reason, listening to them talk about his, him and his life, I was like, I don't know why this mellowed me out. I was, I was listening to it during the day and I'm like, this, this is great. Well, cause when you hit that juncture of life, cause every kid hits that point where they realize that they're going to die and they fucking fear it. And their parents are like, I know it's scary. I'm scared of shit too, but I'm an adult, so I can't really show that. I'm an adult, heavy finger quotes around the mic. I know, it's really scary, but let me tell you about a magical man who walks on water and yeah. how we're all going to live after um, that. See those fish over there? They weren't there, there yesterday. But <laughs> once you hit that point in life, you got to realize you can either fear the inevitable demise of yourself and realize that, you know, there's going to be nothing. Eventually, everyone's going to forget about you. It's just going to happen. That's how they say, like, uh, people die twice. Once exactly. when their physical body dies and once when no one Yeah, I've seen Coco. Them. I know yeah. how it works. I haven't. <laughs> um, oh, it's a beautiful it's movie. A is it? Movie. Definitely. Oh, I found out what makes me cry. Is it Coco? Uh, no, it's elderly <laughs> dementia mixed with music. Because oh, at first oh. it was I Remember You in Adventure Time with Marceline and the Ice King. Oh, no. Uh, I wept like a fucking child when I first heard that. Yeah. And then there's a musical part in Coco where the grandson is just playing some music to the old fucking grandma who's, like, forgetting her dad because he ran off. And then it's a whole thing. But, again, Whatever you do, cried. don't listen to It Makes a Sound. I won't. <laughs> I fucking won't. It sounds terrible. But, um, no, it was really good, but I cried on my way home from work. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, the inevitable. Oh yeah, the inevitable the demise. Of it, <laughs> it's, <laughs> damn Pixar! Um, <laughs> you, uh, uh, you, you can either be the guy who did something with his life, or the guy who feared the end of it. It's true. Uh, That's a lot like, of what just drives me forward. You know, most yeah, of my days. You know what I've started <laughs> saying uh, when people say stuff that's you know kind of off color, not really. I'm not going to say not all right to say whatever. You can say whatever you want. But things that an asshole would say. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, thoughts like that make for a lonely funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, fuck you. And I'm like. <laughs> well, that's one last person. Yeah, I'm not I'm going. <laughs> I'll dance on your fucking grave. I got a list. <laughs> I got a list and I know the jig. Yeah. You know, if you don't want me dancing on your grave, maybe you shouldn't be an asshole and be in high school and then die a decade later. <laughs> <laughs> well, not putting a lot of odds on that one. No. <laughs> yeah, right? You'd think it'd be a rare occasion. There's a list. <laughs> it's it's almost surprising, actually, how many people I've known from high school that have, like, kicked it in one way no, or another. He was such a good kid. Nah, he yeah. was a drug-addicted bully, but... Since you're also kind of an asshole, I guess it, it was, was fine by proxy. Yeah, not by you. By right, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> uh, there was one kid that uh, ended up biting the dust while like four wheeling in a forbidden area that he wasn't supposed to be in. He got caught in the neck with some barbed wire. That could be literally anyone from this town. Yeah, that no, that's, that's why I'm not getting specific with it. <laughs> but the picture they chose to hang of him around the school in memory was him on his four wheeler doing the shocker. And I'm like, really? This is how we're going to remember Class him? Class no, act. You had no better pictures? You didn't have a school photo in this school? <laughs> no, apparently not. That's you wild. could have taken one from preschool. I don't care. Yeah. Don't, like, show his baby Oh, picture man. It's like when, when I see those have you seen me's and it's the dude from, like, a party. And he's all <laughs> fucked up. It's like, his mother is crying right now because it's the best photo they could find of him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that, but I'm going to now. Yeah. It's, all right. There's a lot of depressing things in the world, but you know what? There People are. fucking hate me for this. I find humor in literally everything. Everything. Like, um, I was like, uh, one of my favorite jokes is uh, my mother's astrological sign was a cancer. 
which I always found it funny because of the way she died. And they go, oh, she she got lost to cancer. I'm like, no, killed by a giant crab. <laughs> Some yeah. people's moms died of cancer. They do not like that joke. But you know what? Them being mad at me didn't come bring their mom back to life. It's, yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> and bringing that up, too, does not help the argument. It is That's difficult when you find humor in the darkness of the world. But you also have to be careful to make yeah. sure it's not humor and you're just not just being manic. Mm. Yeah. Because that goes back to the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very true. It's, let me tell you guys, I've had a weird year mentally. Like, to the point where I have been worried about my mental state for months at a time. Um, I'm not going to go into how I fixed that. I technically already did. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you have you thought about seeking professional help for it? Or uh, that's the thing. I I feel like I everyone truly, has that wall where you don't really want to because you're like, it's really not that bad. Other people, have I have rest. nothing to hide. I'm not. I'm I'm enough of a secure person to where I can let it all out there. And I feel like if it's my problem, nobody else will truly understand how to fix it. Which is not healthy thinking. Yeah, I, I mean, will there are say people that are like I went to schooling and paid to understand you better than you do. That's fine. There those, could those what people it, are in advertising. I'm not in textbooks. I know this, so they may have no idea. Uh, it's just if 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 you seek help and and it does in fact help, great. Continue mm. with it. If there's anything helping your mental state, please follow that path. And. Unless it gets destructive, then find a new one. But I feel like I got to cover like every fucking base when talking about oh, that. Yeah, Let me just say, I got a lot of pe friends who make suicide jokes. All right. They're like, I'm like, hey, how's your day going? He's like, I'm oh, just looking for a gun and a single bullet. <laughs> and um, it, like people are like, I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, this is like the fifth time you said this. At first I was worried. Now I just think you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to laugh at that one. Yeah. yeah. It's a um, too real. Don't fucking joke about it. Um, if you're not going to be real about it, like either you need help or stop telling me about it. Exactly. One or the other. Either get help or end it. Quit making it everyone's problem. That's another thing. Those sad people that like feed off of it. Mm, you know, it's all, like they really I'm just sad. I'm like a virus, like a sad virus just going through a party. I, it's just. It's just like, I'm sad, and if you're not sad for me, I guess I'm going to be angry about that. And, and you know, some people would call those people assholes, as others would take pity. The point is, do not... If you have problems, do not be toxic about it. Know you have problems. Realize you have problems. Go fix those problems. Do not live through life as a depressed mess not knowing what to do. Everyone knows what to fucking do at this point. Get help, seek help, or end it. That's the real truth. That's the two sides those of that are the coin. the only real options at that point. Yeah. And unless, unless you're like us... Where we can we can have our good days, have our bad days, and realize there's benefits to both, then nothing is gonna come out of life. And congratulations, your dad wasted a fucking zygote. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent. No, a little, no, little no one. we needed that. Um, <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I mean, everyone has their own methods. Everyone, like you said, you don't really cling to any vices, which is good. You know, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Do I think you're better than me? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. No, 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 no. Uh, see, no one's better than me. No one's worse. It, I just it, know that I have a very addictive personality. But I got to the point where I was on like smoking cigarettes and I was. Oh, like, yeah, dude. But the thing day. is, not only is it an addictive personality, but it's it's an impatient one. Oh, like, yeah. I remember since I've known you, it was like this phase, that phase, going with this, going with this. And it was your life yep. for like two months. Yeah. And then that got pushed to the back corner. You're like, guys, I discovered steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about that whole yo-yo profession you were going to go for? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> steampunk. <laughs> Yo-yos are last week, dude. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I think I've mellowed out quite a bit on it from you. You found your niche. Yeah. I'd Finally. Say. Audio, <laughs> audio and video But I definitely, design. I look back on my past and I'm like, I did a lot of things. You did a lot of, but you know what? That's good. There's a lot that's of experience a, That's a wonderful thing because you tried it. And like, a lot of people the, can't say that. The year I spent studying with Jehovah's Witnesses. That was interesting. That was interesting. I love that story personally. Yeah. Really. Let me, it wasn't so, a bad year. Let me, let me get to this. Now, I feel like, because I feel like this is like honestly the only thing we have yet to touch on that I feel like we need to touch on. Because we're like we're basically all sitting here like saying like we have our good days we have our bad days. How do you how do you two go about seeing like do you can you tell when someone else is having one of those days or how do you go about helping other people or do you not? Like, I got I got a bit of a cockamamie explanation for this one. Uh, it depends on where you stand on the whole like spirituality of uh-huh, earth yeah. and shit like that. Um, on a few occasions, I've been called an empath. Anything? Okay. Um, <laughs> someone who relates well with other people. Someone emotions. who can just like really read and adapt to vibes. Mm, okay. I guess is the easiest way of Shit, putting it. <laughs> which um, y- you very well could be. Um, if you find yourself like, is just like in the name, empathizing with people, uh, then yeah. I mean, every- everyone is kind of, but... You know, you really get like those strong, like, I can tell when the house is out. When I get home, I can tell when it's out of whack. Mm, yeah. Like, okay. I'm just like, there's there's something wrong. Something here. wrong. Someone's having a bad day or they brought something bad into the house. Um, like, I have sage at home that I light and I fucking smudge the doorways and do all that stuff. And I used to have that. And it makes the whole place just kind of feel better. Even if it's a placebo effect, it kind of helps everyone just just mellow out, you know, run some fans, get the air yeah, cooled yeah. down. Um, you know, I'm always trying to help people when when they got the – you can ask him. Uh, yeah. I've, I've always tried to help people get out of their funks because I, I truly believe anyone can do anything with the right mindset. Then, then let me ask you this. When do you think it's the right time to like pull back and let them figure it out for themselves? Is there a way to figure When they don't out? want help. Yeah, straight up ask them. Just be like, you all right, buddy? And he's just like, just want to be left alone. And or if they like snap at you. Like, again, I've hung out with drunkards. Yes. And I've been in the position where – Recently, we had a party at our apartment for a friend's birthday. Uh, someone was passed out in the bathroom, uh, slunched over yeah. on the toilet. We've all seen this. We've we've all seen it. Uh, <laughs> all the girls at the party really had a pee, so I knock on the door, open it up. I'm like, "You alive in there, bud?" He just goes, "Leave me alone." I'm like, "All right." So I close the door, and I was like, "He wants to be left alone. Wish I could help you more." Yeah. <laughs> And, like, all the people at the party's like, oh, is he okay? Let's check on him. I'm like, the boy gave me strict orders. He, he wants, wants to, to be, be left, left alone. alone. But then, like, everyone was bothering him. I was like, and then he just started getting pissed. Like, why is he so mad? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so this beats me. <laughs> I don't know. You could use the bathroom now, though. I don't know. So I feel like I feel like it was just interesting to talk about because it's like I feel like a lot of people. I, I'm with you. I agree with both of you in the yeah. sense like when someone tells me to, I like I try and help people. When someone tells me to leave them alone, exactly. Just yeah. the oh, oh, that's another thing entirely. There, there's a stark difference between. Uh, don't think that you're being. Be upfront about it, I guess, is what I'm trying yeah, to get at. Like, don't be toxic about it and make everyone's day worse. Just, like, I'll tell people. I'll be like, I'm having a really rough day, so I'm sorry if I'm snippy. Mm. or Because, like, I have enough control with myself. Except that one time. Um, I have enough control with myself. I uh, put To preface that, I, I had a legitimate mental breakdown um, in a parking lot. And I punched a pole and, like, busted my hand all up. Like a telephone pole? Uh, no, a support beam. Okay. Um, I'd be like, you mad. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's equally as metal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it ended with me, like, crouched in, like, just crouched down, hands on head, just primally screaming at the ground. My brain broke for a second. And it was scary. And I didn't know that was a thing I could do. Yeah. But that's the problem with, with everything I'm trying to give you advice about. I'm trying to figure it out for me because, like, let's say you're getting help and all your friends are so supportive. 
let's say that's not available, you're kind of stuck without uh, without a way out that you're aware of because you've never been in that situation. So supportive friends are good. Don't fucking solely rely on them. Yes. But definitely get the support of friends. And if your what's that mom saying? If your friends don't support you, then they're not really your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, it's it's weird because when you brought up like uh, being able to empathize with other people, I feel like I don't do that well mm, at all. If not many do. If someone's having a bad day, I'm like, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> if there's wisdom that I can like impart on them to help with the particular situation, yeah. if it's something I've had experience with like uh, relationship troubles for some people and, you know, various other like weird things here and there that I, I could actually talk to. Great. But if it's not something that I have anything valuable to give them, I'm like, I'm not even going to try and help you because I can't. You should try what I do. Uh, distance your friend, distance yourself from your friends emotionally and physically. And then when they're having a rough time, like a simple hand on the shoulder would be like, wow, this guy really fucking cares. <laughs> It looks like I'm not alone in this battle. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> and they're like, all right, didn't need to say that, but I'm feeling a little better. I mean, yeah. that's another thing. Like, why would you want to be around sad people? And yeah, this is this is really just a minute of looking into yourself. Because yeah. I'm the same way. That's, I don't- that's what this whole episode is about. Inward reflection, fixing up the works. Because another thing could be the diet. Yes. Oh, just, yeah. Just a chemical, like, mess up in your brain due to all the fuck shit they put in Doritos. Um, <laughs> it's the cheese. I love Doritos. I'll dip that shit in queso because I'm a fat. Uh, <laughs> Straight up sour. I'm just, I'm just a little pig boy. That's what I am. Sad boy. I'm just, boy. just a sad little pig boy <laughs> sitting in his pen. <laughs> got my hay. Got my Doritos. I'm a happy boy. Or a sad boy. Um, but, yeah, I guess, I guess the point of all this is just, like... No need to be sad. Like, there's there's so much in this world that is good that there's no need to be sad. There's a lot of bad. Oh, fuck, there's a lot of bad. It's really what you choose to... to yeah, but you know what? Uh, I haven't been concerned. There's no need to be sad, but it it can and will come, and so you should know... How, you should be able to reflect with yourself how to deal with it. Yeah. There was a, a really good song from uh, one of Stevie Wonder's albums, his later albums, uh, Time for Love, I think, where one of his songs has a lyric, you can always look at the negative, but you should always live in the positive. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Stevie Wonder knew his shit. He was blind as fuck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he saw the world better than most of us. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's. I think, I, th- I think that's pretty I much. I've I think exhausted we got into my thoughts. Um, trying to think if I had anything else I wanted to cover before we wrap for the day. Yeah, we're kind of repeating ourselves at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to um, get into that last little thing. And let's then, see. Uh, let's rack my brain real quick. Uh, any last pieces of advice? Gonna make noises until I think. Uh, ah, you- here's one. Um, always find. A comfort spot. It's, uh, I call it a sad boy corner, but that I, that like your physical one that you're just drawn to. Like I got a rocking chair, I kind of sit in and just. Right, I know it's such a grandpa thing to do, but rocking chairs help. It's soothing, man. It's that, very that soothing. But find and like covet the things that make you happy. Like with me and my playlist and drawing, I'll have certain things I draw when I'm sad to make me happy. Like I'll draw like angry people pooping. That's so I can't I can't not laugh when I'm drawing that. Um, <laughs> force yourself to laugh. That's another thing. Or cry. Just get whatever emotion is keeping you in. Just let it out. Continue on with your life. I, I want to end with the if you. Uh, I mean, we spent this entire episode kind of talking about our issues and what we're going through and how we deal with things, how we experience the world. That's not going to be the same for everyone going into it. If you are at a point where you're concerned about your mental health, please seek professional help. We are not doctors. We're not here to kind of guide you one way or another. We just wanted to discuss what it's like for us in the content creation field and how we deal with depression and how it affects us. But if this is something that's like if you're seriously having thoughts of like suicidal thoughts or hurting yourself, whatever it is. Please take that to a medical professional and seek help. 
Um, great tip for people hurting themselves. Don't buy a really big roll of bubble wrap. Ooh. Like one of those industrial, and then just like, if you feel like hurting yourself, just spend a couple minutes popping bubble wrap, take your mind off things, give you that, give you that satisfying little release. Pop, 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 pop. It's like popping pimples. Except less mess. Yeah. I love popping pimples. Less mess, less scars. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back again next week with another AV Underground. I'm not. I don't even know what we're gonna be talking say, about. Do we have so, a topic? I don't we'll so. we'll figure it out as we go along. If we're you so guys want to have episode. another episode about me, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I'm down to have recurring guests, Joe Blay, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. He's got to be in every single season, somewhere or another. Oh. Yeah, I've I stick my fingers in every one of uh, Yeah Dude's pies. He does. He's all over the place <laughs> with us. But thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, and until next time, keep creating. See ya. AV Underground is a production of YDG Studios and is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters, Eileen Hubbard and For Love of Nerd. To find out more about our guests this week, check the links in the description. Our intro music is Nine to Thrive by Culla. Find out more about Culla by visiting Culla.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Do you have questions about getting started as a content creator that you'd like us to address in a future episode? Send us an email at yadudegamers at gmail.com with the subject line Ask AV Underground, and we just might include your question in an upcoming episode. AV Underground is hosted by MJ Watson and Josh Needham and is produced by Josh Needham.